Hi, and welcome to another episode of Diaries of a Life Coach. Uh, my name is Larissa Dalton, and I am your host. So today I'm super excited to have a guest. Uh, her name is Kelly Turner, and Kelly is a certified coach and a member of Association of Coaching. Kelly works with individuals to move beyond limitations and access their own wisdom to enhance their lives with self-trust, authenticity, and purpose. Kelly's own journey has taught her the relationship you have with yourself is the foundation for everything else to grow from. So I love that description, Kelly, and I love uh, that you are focusing on authenticity. But tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us and and tell us what that really is. Mm, yeah. So authenticity uh, literally has really been birthed with its own meaning, like for my own journey. So you know, if I kind of put it into context, like I, I, you know moved different cities I kind of built up you know a good career and I had a career ladder sort of in front of me so from the outside world everything looked rosy it looked shiny you know it looked amazing but how I felt I didn't feel that way and the further I kind of climbed the more I felt disconnected when I look back I was very disconnected from myself and everything outside myself I was just letting other people go go this way do this do that job and I was always chasing I was never kind of like truly happy with where I was I was always looking for the next thing the next thing my diary would be completely full always kind of like working Monday to Friday my for the next month my weekend diary would be full with social events and I was always busy, always doing, doing, busy, busy. If it was not work, I was constantly doing something with friends or family or I had booked something in. And when I kind of look back, I was very much people pleasing. I was looking for my worth outside myself. I was trying to kind of validate my worth outside myself. And I was avoiding sitting in my uncomfortability hence why I was being busy all the time yeah and um so that kind of took me on a journey where because I wasn't listening to those little signs that were were, that were arising but I just kept on pushing forward pushing forward pushing forward that eventually I felt I hit like a metaphorical kind of wall like I literally felt I hit like a wall not a real one (laughs) and um I'm glad it was metaphorical (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not a real yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to go into a real life. <laughs> but it literally, I, I really felt if as if I had hit a wall, to be honest, yeah. like a physical wall, yeah. I felt completely in bits inside. I felt hugely anxious. And I think anxiety had been a thread that had always been in my life, but I got so used to feeling a certain way, I didn't even recognize that it was there. I got so kind of immune to it. I got used to it, which wasn't healthy for my nervous system. It was not healthy at all. And I, then my body kind of was screaming at me and I was in tears and I felt stuck. I felt I failed. And at the time I was about, I think I was early 30s, 31, 32. And I felt, oh my God, I've, I've wasted my life. I've done everything wrong. I was really hard on myself and I literally was, very limited in my scope of of what I seen was possible because I was living to the script 
that had been passed down in society, you know, from all different areas of life saying, this is how we live. You know, you, you go to university, you get a job, you, you climb the career ladder, you work towards your pension to retire, you get to this stage, keep climbing, keep climbing, keep climbing. So now I didn't want to climb anymore. And, and that's when I had to truly listen to myself. And I was very fortunate. My partner was my husband at the time said, you can't go on like this. You need, you need to pause, which wasn't in my lump. Like that wasn't in my language. I didn't know what a pause was. Yeah. But when I did, I kind of walked, I walked away. I left London where I was currently working. And that was the first time that I literally felt my nervous system. And when I mean nervous system, I mean, it felt like, you know, like when two electrical wires are trying to go against each other and it's like electricity and it can't calm down. I literally felt like that inside because now was the first time I had slowed down enough that I was like, what is going on inside? And I knew that I needed to do some kind of self-connecting. I needed to connect back to myself. I needed to listen to myself. I needed to slow down to recover from years of not listening to myself and just doing, doing, doing. And through that own journey, I completely have changed the way I do things because now the answers no longer come from outside. I've learned to to listen to myself, start to trust yeah. myself, to accept myself, to kind of connect with my values that now shape everything that I do. You know, where I spend most of my time and my energy aligns my values because my values truly connect with everything that I am and what they mean to me, which constantly expand and they grow just as you know, I move through life and get to know myself more and do different stuff. But I'm no longer looking for those answers outside myself unless I choose to. Mm. And, uh, and, and that's for me where authenticity has come in because we're all different. We're not, we're, all, we're, we're not meant to be living at a script. We're not meant to be limited in a box. And I seriously put myself into a box of all these labels, all these limiting beliefs. And, and I was chasing something just to kind of prove myself otherwise. So when I kind of come away from that and you step into more, what really am I? What is really important to me? Everything else begins to change. And how you create your reality changes. And, and that is, for me, a part of kind of self-love as well. Because you're listening. You're truly listening to everything you need, what you want, what is meaningful to you. And, and yeah, you're, you're, everything that's meaningful starts to kind of bloom in your life. And you don't kind of feel like you're, you're kind of crumbling away inside, just trying to plod on. Yeah. So you mentioned like a few interesting things and I just want to, uh, well, you mentioned a lot of interesting things. I think what you said actually probably resonates with most people. Uh, The first thing you said is your identity, basically, it's almost like it came from everything else outside of you, right? Like, like you said, you know, you're expected to uh, go to school, go to college, go to get a job and start climbing all these things, you know, external um, and the second thing you said was that, that there was a gap between what that was and how you were feeling on the inside. Mm. So your feelings and like 
you know, what you were doing, there was a gap between. And and sounds to me that through this process of discovery, you started to kind of close that gap and shed things that were no longer you. Yeah. And start addressing these feelings that you were actually were feeling. Anyways, is that about right? Does that kind of yeah, sum it up? For yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and there's two things I, want, I would like to add. Like with, uh-huh. with my identity, I had put all my identity into my career. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, I honestly didn't know who I was beyond that. Yeah. Everything, everything I see, saw myself was just a career. And, you know, it's through my, that kind of journey where I, ha- I, where I now see it was purposeful. I had to hit that kind of metaphorical wall for me to guide me back onto a different path. And, and now I've come to realize that our identity comes from inside. It doesn't come from outside. And when we create from the inside, our career are not, not even isn't our identity. It's just that we bring ourselves into that career. We bring ourselves into our relationships. We bring ourselves into parenting, into friendships, communities we are part of. But our identity comes from inside. And, and that is the kind of journey I've had to kind of go on. And also to come become detached from my identity. Not go, okay, these are my values. This is who I am. But allowing myself to go, okay, this is who I am today. These are the values that are important to me. But next year, those values and my sense of self are just expanding and growing. But it's just my values are growing and expanding and the meaning behind them. So it's almost like becoming detached and allowing myself to grow. Allowing myself to grow like a, like a, like a beautiful flower or a beautiful, you know, kind of oak tree or whatever yeah, you want to kind yeah. of vision. It's allowing change. It's like nature teaches us. Nothing stays the same. You know, now right. in the UK, we're coming into autumn. The leaves are beginning to change. But as mm-hmm. it grows back, they, they, they can grow back differently. They can look differently by next, next year. Um, and I think that can teach us a lot about ourselves, just letting go and not being attached Mm-hmm. And and with with the with the feelings, yeah, I I had to become much more curious and more compassionate with myself. I was very hard on myself, um, and I was always always never thought I wasn't doing enough. I always felt I had to give two hundred percent to everything, but wasn't giving back to myself. I was all about giving, 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 but not yeah. receiving or even giving back to myself. So when I took that pause out, uh, it was probably the first truly time where I started to tune into okay what is this feeling trying to tell me what is this feeling what what is that feeling what does that feeling need what do I need to kind of give to myself and I started to put myself first so I was coming from much a more recovered fuller place so that then I could give from from there without giving from an empty place and uh, and that was a big part as well of connecting back with my body not being in my mm. head yeah I'm just connecting you we've got so much wisdom in our bodies all you, mm. all, you know it's got all the memories of everything in our body so when we kind of tune into it we can often tune into ah there's fear there ah there's anxiety there or oh there's joy there and we start we can start to truly understand ourselves and accept ourselves and and move from that place rather than ignoring it yeah so would you say that um, we embrace like all this external stimuli 
around us sometimes just to so that we can hide from or be distracted from looking inside and mm. or be left alone with what's inside yeah and I, I I feel that was very much part of my own journey. I had never, and I never seen anyone like show how you sit with uncomfortability. How do you deal with those uncomfortable emotions? How do I grow through, through pain? It was always, and you know, always going towards the pleasure or avoid, distract, numb, you know, either be out doing, 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 having a glass or one, one glass, two glasses of wine or whatever. TV, social media apps, you know, we can we can make ourselves busy so that we are constantly focusing on the outside. But that's okay in moderation. Yeah. But if we if we don't sit in that uncomfortability, I can say for certain through my own path, there is so much wisdom inside that uncomfortability. But until we kind of sit with it, we don't allow ourselves to see the gift. And, and it's through every bit of uncomfortability that I've sat with, I've always allowed that to kind of move through me, but also see myself in a different light and to kind of, integ- you know, like to bring new things in. So uh, an example of that would be uh, I had, oh, for example, like a, nothing coaching related, but I had a fear of, of the sea, right? I love the sea, but I couldn't go deep swimming or I wouldn't kind of let myself go in the waves I would paddle but that that's about it and I have no memory I have no memory why but my body when I became in tune with my body I my heart rate was going up I felt fidgety um my I felt panic I literally felt mm-hmm. panic in my chest I felt more constricted but from acknowledging that and going okay what's going on here what is it that I need in this moment okay I need to tell myself I'm safe I can look at this from a, mm-hmm. I can look at this from this moment right now I am completely safe so the more I, I kind of tuned into myself and just go okay I need to just change my breathing my breathing's got really shallow I need a deep breathe here I need to kind of tell myself I'm safe um so I'm speaking to my body I'm not kind of avoiding it um mm-hmm. and then you know just I started to kind of visualize being in the sea. So I'm already creating those little networks yeah. that we can do, the magic of our, <laughs> our bodies and our brains. Yes. And now I literally, this summer, I went into the sea. I didn't go like over my head deep, but I went free. I went in the waves and I was swimming in the sea. So that is just to kind of show when we, when we respond to ourselves and avoid ourselves, even when it's uncomfortable, we move forward yeah. doing the things that we really want to do and um, and we can create much more richness, much more fulfillment when we kind of embrace those moments maybe sometimes we just want to avoid because we can sometimes be too scared about what we might find or, or not knowing what to do or what could be there. Mm-hmm. But we can always trust ourselves that we'll always know what to do. Yeah. I love that example. Um you know, what's interesting is I'm a nervous flyer and I've noticed that when I'm on the flight where the captain communicates with people, he's like, Hey guys, you know, there's a little bit of turbulence over there, but you know, just hang tight, hang tight, you know, just only a few minutes and then we'll resume service or, you know, in about 20 minutes, we're going to hit some bumps. So be ready or something like that. You know, when, when captain communicates, I feel I'm at so much ease 
versus, you know, if, if there's no communication and we're just flying, all of a sudden we hit bumps and nobody says anything. You're like, hey, are we, you know, what's happening? You know, like this is me personally, you know. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I had one one flight, you know, there that was communicative and, 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 the, and the return flight wasn't, you know. And I just, I was like nearly panicking, you know. But what I love your example is that you talk to yourself, you talk to your body almost, you, you know, you're communicating, you're open communication. I feel like just that eases things up, you know, it, mm-hmm. it allows you to kind of release that and, and, you know, hear yourself, you're giving yourself that respect and you're giving, acknowledging yourself, you know, yeah. I think there's so much power in that. It, yeah. There is for me, for sure, you know, just observing these flights. Yeah. And I think trust is a huge thing. Yeah. And often when we don't trust ourselves is because we're not here in ourselves. And then and then we can kind of stress out because we haven't got our own backs. So when we kind of tune in and just listen to ourselves and respond to ourselves, then we can kind of build that trust and that any kind of relationship, that relationship how, you know, if you are with somebody and you're truly listening to them and they feel heard, they feel listened to, all of a sudden they they calm down because they feel safe in your in that space that you've created together but you can give that to yourself so when you just listen in to yourself and go okay I understand what's happening here I, I can do this for myself I can calm myself down I can change my breath I can talk to myself to know that oh everything is okay uh, everything is safe I'm fine um, then you will notice the more I what I have found anyway, the more you talk to yourself, every every word is like energy, you know, it's like vibration. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of speak to yourself, you, you start to notice something shifting in inside. And and it's something people can experiment with, you know, when you kind of speak to yourself not nice. Sense like how that feels. And yeah. then speak to yourself beautifully, how you want to be spoken, and just notice how that feels. And words are very powerful. And how we respond to ourselves is is even more more powerful too, because self trust is so so important to kind of you know kind of push not no push is the complete wrong road to flow with courage you know (laughs) you know yeah and go with courage and go like you know because to grow we gotta we gotta embrace courage and every single person has courage in them so when you know you can trust yourself. It, you can flow much more with, with courage and embrace and fear compared to when you don't have that trust in place. Yeah. So how does one grow self-trust? Um, and it's interesting you said, you know, just sometimes try to listen to yourself. But if you've not been practicing listening to yourself, like what are some steps that somebody who wants to learn to listen to themselves and to grow self-trust through that process, what would you recommend, you know, they start doing that would enable them to, to, to do that, to grow their self-trust? Yeah. So I think any kind of trust comes from the quality of the relationship. You know, if you think of a person or a partner that, that you've had, often that has bloomed from a place of trust because of the kind of, of connection you've had with that person. So I would always say, have those dates with yourself. 
you know, literally spend time with yourself without the distractions, with the, without the gadgets. And what I would recommend doing is is framing the first step uh, of the day. So, so for example, for me, I got to be flexible, but I always will start my day of okay, this is the beginning of, of a new day. I need to kind of listen to myself right now. So I will kind of start that day. I've mixed it up depending throughout my kind of life path. But that could be a little bit of meditation. That could be a little bit of writing. That could be a little bit of music. That could be a little bit of of movement. And then setting that intention for the day. What one little promise do I want to give myself today? What is it really important to me? That may be, you know what, I just want to make sure I have fun today. I go, okay, what, what can that look like? I want to be calm today. So what, what do you need to give yourself to be, to be calm? I want to make sure I move my body today. And locking that in, making sure that you create space, that you give that to yourself. And it only needs to start with that one kind of day, daily promise. Um, the other thing I would say is the more you kind of slow down, slow mm, down yeah. is that when we that is when we can begin to listen to ourselves that is when we can get a plugged in with emotions that we feel and like sometimes depending on people are that can take a little bit of time especially if you found like I'm always in my head I can't I'm not sure what I'm feeling right now so just mm-hmm. begin to kind of slow down and and tune in to oh what is that feeling and start to be much more curious with it because when we're curious we come away from judgment and when you're curious you kind of open yourself up to okay what is this trying to tell me so coming back into that body and kind of listening to emotions and you can say oh there is an emotion there is an emotion there what what's that emotion trying to communicate with me what is it that it's, it's needing right now that is the other thing. And mm-hmm. and as you as the more you become more practicing that slowing down mm-hmm. and those little breaks and just kind of just become more conscious, that could be anchored to anything. That could be every time you go to a kettle, that could be every t- every meal time. Just taking a few deep breaths where you come come more present in, in the moment because we can get so caught up in this hamster wheel of doing doing and habitual thinking and and patterns just to kind of just little check-ins of yourself mm-hmm. okay how, 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 how am I feeling right now what do I need to tweak anything do I need to say anything to myself do I need to give anything to myself so then you're always like you just grow in that connection that relationship that you're just checking in like you would check in with a maybe a partner or a friend or mm-hmm. a child just checking in over whatsapp <laughs> if they're okay yeah. you're just doing the same thing you're building that that relationship with yourself and then the third thing the more you do that and the more slowing down you start to get more connected to your intuition mm-hmm. but yeah. it's only in the presence that you become more connected to your intuition. Intuition is a moment-to-moment thing, always trying to guide you for your better self, you know, for your higher self. So it's yeah. always guiding you. But you're not going to do that if you're thinking behind or thinking ahead. So grow in those moments but then just gradually build you to get familiar what your intuition feels like. Everyone is different how it how it how it feels. Mm-hmm. And and that grows a self-trust as well 
but I would definitely say start with, if you're just beginning, start with those morning, start with those daily promises, do the little check-ins and just end your day like a bookend, beginning and end, end, end your day then with just going, okay, how, how, did, how, did I, how did I go? What did I learn about myself today? And what can I do differently tomorrow? So you just asking maybe three questions if you want to ask them, if you want to write them, just on a little notepad by your bed maybe or whatever works for you, just then to kind of end the day with self-connection. So it becomes a habit. But even if you start with one thing and then work up to everything I said, they can be beautiful steps to, to get you there. So this, this journey, um, what do you think about your life now? What do you think about what you do now? How do you feel now? Yeah, I feel, you know, I'm always doing the work, as they say. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I'm always doing the work. I'm always like going, oh, I always think, yeah, I got that right. Like, I've nailed that now. And then I go, nah, it's not. Oh, goodness, a shadow bit has come back. You know, so it's always like learning, but it's having fun with it. Um, having fun with it, you know, so yes, it can feel heavy sometimes. But I feel excited because I'm always getting to know myself more and more and more. And I love listening to podcasts and going, okay, what have I taken from that? I love reading books. I love spending time with myself. Actually, if I don't spend time with myself, I feel frazzled. My body's like, ah, I need my space. So now something that I I didn't do has now become my priority. I have to have time for myself. And, And now, obviously, I'm coming to coaching and... And then creating it from my values and creating something that that aligns with me, that represents what's meaningful and important to me. And and being a mum as well, I believe the more because you know I'm not a perfect parent by any means, but as you kind of look back, a lot of different habits and beliefs we inherit. Yeah. So when I come, you know, authenticity is is a passion and it keeps me accountable, but it allows me to honor my children's authenticity. They're not here to be my medals and to go, oh, isn't she a good parent because her kid's doing this? I'm like, no, they can do it, you know, as long as they're happy and they can figure out, they got to go through their own pain, they got to go through their own mud. But I hope to kind of nurture them so they can grow through it and they come and they listen to themselves, and they don't do what other people are always telling them to do, or even me and my husband tells them to do, is like coming back home to their own truth, what makes them alive, what makes them excited, what interests them, even if it's something that we're not. Um, so I think when you, when you work on yourself, and you come back home to your values, you then, you then want it for everyone else. And I think, you know, when I come said, you know, my identity is now inside and it's not my coaching hat. It's not always my mum, my mum hat or my wife hat or my friend's hat and all the other hats that we can wear. It's that I'm just bringing this, I'm bringing myself into these hats and spaces and, and help them to do the same for themselves. So, you know, and, and parenting isn't easy they always they always can show you things like uh, uh, you gotta work on that <laughs> that's yeah. pretty good you you need, to, you need to work on that that's made you a little bit like a bit reactive what, what's that showing up for you you know parenting does that so you can so they can be children can be your greatest teachers if anyone's listening children or you're around children but 
that is how I see it now. I just see I'm always creating from what's meaningful to me, what's purposeful to me, what is the impact that I want to have, what part, what what is it that I want to kind of share into the, in, into the world. And when I come from that place, I can't complain. I can't, I can't complain. And just knowing that, be flexible and not be kind of detached so I can allow that growth to keep, keep blossoming and and just trust at the more I listen to the myself whatever obstacles come in the way they're meant they're meant to be there for me to kind of further access my own strength and resilience and growth and to always know that as long as I listen to myself then everything will unfold as it as it's meant to unfold and I think that's a gift and that's that's exciting it's an adventure is and, it, yeah. and it's beautiful and it takes the pressure off yeah. Um, I love, I really, really love what you said about the hats. Instead of putting these different hats on, you just bring yourself into those spaces. And I love that. That's, I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. um, but my final question to you is, um, so, I, so I'm a confidence coach. So obviously authenticity is a big part of coaching for me um and but i want to hear how you see authenticity as it relates to confidence and and how maybe you've seen it in your life yeah yeah so in my life like i it's even even when i go back like back before i had confidence in certain things i did because i had the competency to do it yes but where the confidence lacked is when something was new mm. and then I was like I don't feel confident my self-esteem wasn't there and and then I was giving 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 too much but when I connect back with the authenticity who am I what mm-hmm. what is my what are my values what is it that I bring into this place then my confidence shines because I'm no I'm, I'm coming from what I bring I'm coming from what the values I bring into this space because each one of us will always create something beautiful when we allow ourselves to shine into a space, no matter what that space is. So, yeah, you may need to grow competencies if it's a job. That ne- will never change what you actually bring into that space. So for me, connecting back with who I really am, the confidence comes from knowing who I am and what mm-hmm. I bring into the space and knowing no matter what, that I will work something out. I can learn. I can learn different stuff. I can yeah. access different resilient inner resilience. I can, I can have find resourcefulness because I've tapped into myself, and I always know somewhere I will find the answers. That's right. And um, and that's how it's kind of changed it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful, Kelly. I love that. Um, I I think that so often and so many of us don't see that beauty that star that we are that each person is individually um and always trying to just you know uh or not always but i but i remember in the corporate world you're always trying to be as good as that person and then you you want to beat them and you know um but looking like I said looking in the mirror and identifying your own strengths and your own 
uniqueness, your own gifts, your own um, mm. So, I, I mean, yeah, you can call them anything you want, but just identifying, yeah, our own, like, beautiful gifts and talents that we bring uh, is our greatest strength. So I really, really loved how you um, described it. So, Kelly, if somebody wants to work with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, so I got a website called authenticallyrise.com, and, and I'm, I'm very active on Instagram, which is authenticallyrise. So you can always connect to me there too. My dream. Okay, awesome. So I will um, include Kelly's information in the podcast notes. Uh, But thank you so much for this insightful discussion. I truly enjoyed hearing it from uh, the perspective of authenticity. I loved your story. Uh, I definitely resonate with a lot of your story. Um, I love some of these insights. I've taken some notes. Um, I definitely love your hat um, example. Um, I love when you mentioned mentioned nature and how we change and evolve. I was actually just thinking about that recently. I was like, wow, everything in nature changes and evolves. And and it was interesting that you brought it because I was just literally thinking about that. and just beautiful steps that you've outlined for us, you know, easy, simple steps. But so lots of lots of gold um, nuggets, I guess, if I can say that, or gold glitter. I don't know, whatever you prefer. But um, very insightful conversation. I very much enjoyed it. And um, yeah, Kelly's information will be in the notes. So if you want to work with her, you'll be able to connect with her. So thank you once again for being here today. Thank you so much. Have any questions about today's episode? Just head over to my website, larissadalton.com forward slash contact dash info and send in your request or simply email me at larissadalton10 at gmail.com. You can find my podcasts wherever podcasts are found. If you would like me to cover a specific topic, also submit that request via website or my email. Connect with me on Instagram at Larissa underscore Dalton or book a complimentary session with me at larissadalton.com forward slash coaching. Thank you again for joining me today and I hope to see you next time.